Welcome to the Honest Ghost Podcast, a show examining the insights, strategies, and values of real business people doing customer service the right way. Hey everyone, welcome to the Honest Ghost Podcast. Happy New Year. We're back after a winter break hiatus. We hope you had a restorative holiday break. I'm excited to come back to work on this show, and our first guest of 2019 is a really important one for me. It's Richie Morgan, the president and CEO of Holiday Quality Foods. As many of you already know, Holiday is where I had my first job as a teenager, and its company principles are directly responsible for how I value client and customer service today, as I run this show about businesses who do things the right way. Hope you enjoy the show and get some insight into the way Richie Morgan runs his family and employee-owned company, Holiday Quality Foods. Great customer service to me means a business that lives up to its promises. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I don't think it's, uh, some people look at it as over the top where, you know, you get these um, really over the top experiences where they, you know, I always use the example, and wash your car while you're shopping in the store. Right. Um, that's what I, I don't think most people are looking for. I think what they're looking for is an experience where, um, you know, expectations are met and they are met consistently so that you don't have the disappointment. And I think there's uh, uh, a little bit of a people try to, uh, you know, go over the top too many times. And I think that the, the best customer service is when you don't disappoint. I think people are more adverse to pain. Mm. So if there's disappointment, they'll avoid businesses that disappoint them versus businesses that, you know, or versus gravitating to businesses that, that go over the top. So sure. I think that's really something, you know, everybody's focused on trying to be the next uh, whatever the case may be versus just simply not disappointing your customers. Right. And in grocery, that's pretty important, right? That consistency because people, um, I think they tend to live in areas for a long time and they, they're trying to find something they can stick with. Um, I think grocery stores are a big part of that that uh, puzzle for most people is trying to figure out what my store is going to be. So I guess it would make sense that consistency more so than just the every blue moon spectacular experience would probably be a little bit more appealing. Yeah. You visit a grocery store more than typically more than most businesses. Uh, Some people, the grocery store is the most visited business they, they shop at. And so, you know, day in and day out, you're going to depend upon the grocery store for, uh, you know, your supplies that are, um, you know, be dramatic and say they're life-saving, but unless you're a really good farmer or hunter, right, <laughs> at some right. point you need our products. Um, and I think people depend upon us to give them that, that shopping trip versus an experience such as, say, buying a car where you might do that once every five to seven years. And if the experience isn't the greatest experience, in the end, what you probably are going to remember is the actual car you bought because now you're going to spend the next five or seven years um, driving that car, and if it was a good car, you'd be happy. If it's a troublesome car, you're not going to be happy. Or again, the grocery business, if you shop with us and um, you know experience a product, you, know, you buy a product that you didn't like for whatever reason, you thought you'd try it, um, that experience can be fairly short-lived, and you're going to be back at the store and how that next shopping trip is going to be you know front of your mind then you know right away. The, the I don't call it a bad experience, but the experience of the product you bought 
in our business is very short-lived. Sometimes you don't even make it home with the product. You eat it in the car and it's gone. Right. <laughs> so, so I know just from having you know worked worked in your in your business and and been a part of it from seeing the vision posters plastered on the wall that you have a very specific idea of of what that all looks like, like what that consistent and and good service looks like. Um, I was hoping you could explain some of those for me. Um, just you know, like bare bones, like what has to get accomplished, um, you know, day in and day out. Well, we started originally with our vision with four items, and uh, later on we added a fifth item, which actually, which actually ended up being the um, second item. So right now with our vision, and for many years, it's been five items. It's to be friendly, to be clean, make sure the products are fresh, and have as few of out-of-stocks as possible. Um, and then uh, the fifth one got changed. It wasn't added, but it got changed later. It used to be to be consistent with our selection, and because that was hard to explain and most people couldn't understand it, it was hard to execute. We changed that to um, our different brands. We're in a holiday brand, is to have knowledgeable employees, and our Save More brand is to have the lowest prices. So those five things, we look at those as in order, and just a simple. Um, you know, when you come to work every day, um, that's really what what we expect you to do. And we know that you can be friendly no matter what. And you use the joke, the store can be on fire. <laughs> used to be said a joke. Now it's literally happened. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe not as funny anymore. Um, and you can still be friendly. There's nothing stopping you from being friendly even in the middle of a tragedy. You don't need to be rude and, and anything like that. Um, and then clean is, you know, second thing, no matter what, uh, you know, you can be out of product, you can not have fresh product, but you can always be clean. And then third one is freshness, which that goes in front of out of stocks because, you know, if you have to make that choice between having fresh product or being out of product, we want you to understand that, you know, it's better to be out of a product and explain to the customer that we were out today because it just wasn't to our standards mm-hmm. than to try to pass off, you know, inferior um, old product as, uh, you know, something the customer is going to be happy with. Mm-hmm. And so to us, that's customer service. When you walk in that store, you know, if we can execute on those five things and certainly nail the first one every time, um, you're just going to be, Attracted to that store. You're not really going to know why. You know, it's not going to be something you can put your finger on. It's not going to be something that you can, it just, every day you just enjoy being there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, being friendly and, and that first one is really the cornerstone of it. Right. And and that's the one that always stuck with me. Um, and, and, you know, you, I, I specifically remember from, from training back being, you know, 18, 19 years old and, and, uh, and hearing this is that like, like you say, like there's no reason not to be friendly. Like it's easy, it's easy to be friendly, um, or, or or maybe there's not a maybe it's not easy, but there's um, it, it actually takes some effort. Like you, you have to um, consciously make a decision that uh, that you're going to help people, that you're you're going to be friendly. Um, I was hoping you could um, talk a little bit about what that like what that effort looks like and 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 where that comes from. Well, the effort I think is is is. Both, uh, you know, not to say both, but the effort is really, if you look at it, can actually come from being a, you know, a selfish effort. And I try to explain that to people. Um, it seems kind of odd, but you're going to work with the public. 
and, and you're going to be the for most of our team members, you're going to be the you know the public facing side of our business. And if you come to work and you're friendly, when you take that effort to be friendly and, and, and greet that customer and look look up and look them in the eye, the odds of that customer being nice to you go up dramatically. And since you're going to deal with customers all day long, taking that effort usually pays pretty big dividends because things are going to go wrong or people are going to be grouchy, things you can't control. Maybe somebody slammed their hand in the door on the way into the store or uh, you know, they left the house and their new puppy just chewed up their favorite right. whatever um you know so they're in a little bit of a bad mood you know things hadn't gone well or they they ran out of something maybe they're looking you know they were getting ready to have dinner and they were short that one ingredient and they're like darn it i go back to the store so when they get there they may have you know a little bit of an issue but if you greet them and just look at them and take that conscious effort every time to treat them as a person and show them you're glad they're there it doesn't work every time but the odds are you're going to change that customer's feelings and those feelings are going to be reflected back to you because you're going to ultimately deal with that customer. So taking that effort to look at everybody and be friendly is, is really knowing that you, you know, you're going to get a return for that investment of time. Right. A little bit more rewarding to, to work under those conditions too, right? Well, it is because, you know, you, you know unless you uh, hit the lottery or your uncle dies, all of us are going to work for a living, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you know, do you want to have a great day at work? You're going to spend, uh, in most cases, eight hours of your day, um, over half your waking time at work. So do you want to have a good day at work, or do you want to just get through work and, you know, watch the clock and hope it goes faster and, until you get off work? Which, um, you know, I don't think wishing your life away is a good thing. It goes by fast enough. You don't want to have to hope the clock goes faster. Right. Yeah, and, you know, so I, I know how I, I have a feeling of why, you know, why this is all so important to you. So this, this is a family business for those of you listening who, who aren't aware. And Richie, maybe you can um, maybe you can fill in that part um, for me. I, I mean, it's I, I could sit here and say it's a family business, so it's important to you. Um, you know, but but I think you could probably say that a little better. Well, it's actually even even more important than that because not only is it it started out as a family business, but actually we're you know we're an ESOP now, so we're an employee-owned business. Mm-hmm. So that makes it even more important um, because you know as any business, your your shareholders, it's very important that you be responsible to them. But when your shareholders are your you know the employees, it even takes a higher level of responsibility because they're depending upon. Not only the, the immediate future of their paycheck, but the long-term future of their retirement. So, so that you know, all of that is so important in creating that environment customers want to shop at. Right. For you, for you personally, like I know you, you frequently get a chance to um, to, to go to most of your stores. When you're seeing, uh, you know, your vision, your idea of customer service, when you're seeing it deployed the the way that you have built, right? Like you, you've you've had a, an idea in mind of what it should look like. And when you're seeing that executed, what does that feel like for you to see that it's being carried out? You know, I think it's, it, it looks like two things to me. One, it, it obviously, you know, just because I know that's, uh, you know, if you look at any business, that's a huge part of their success. The ones that are successful, you know, it gives me feeling that, you know, that we're going to be successful, that there is, you know, that, that the future is bright and we have a lot to look forward to. Um, but also, it uh, the second part of that is also knowing that 
the people that shop in the store, the customers, and, and really that gets to the underlying part of our vision, isn't the, the mechanical part of it. It's actually the you know people wanting to have your business in their town. And that's how we always say our vision, not always say, but our vision is to people to say one of two things. Either I have a holiday in my town or I wish I had a holiday in my town. And when they say that, you know that you've accomplished um, really your mission, and that's you know to be a business that people want to shop at. Um, that's that sense of pride, that sense of accomplishment um, or achievement for the entire team to know that when they leave that store and they take their uniform off and they go to the, uh, a restaurant or a bar or another business and somebody runs into them and says, hey, you work at Holiday or you work at Save More. And they say, yes. And that person says, I love shopping there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that in and of itself is really kind of the reward. That's just it. Mm-hmm. And I think that leads into something. Um, so so no, um, no reason to be like coy about it. Like that, like the... The raving fan model is something like even an honest ghost that we like we take a lot of pride in too. Like we want we want people to be able to uh, to be able to vouch for us because they feel so good about having used our service and uh, and we like to to work with clients that do that too. Um, I obviously learned that from working at Holiday. Um, this idea of raving fans about having people who um, they aren't just happy to be there, but they they kind of can't contain themselves about it. it does that like does that hold significant like headspace for you? Is that something that you you think about a lot? Oh, every day, every day, and all throughout the day, it's just having that customer be a raving fan. Just as it sounds, it's just um, you know that's what you work for. It's like a sporting event where you know a sporting event you know, they have specific milestones, whether you score a goal or a touchdown or whatever, uh, that's, you know, that's how you get your sense of accomplishment. The um, grocery business or any business for that matter, when your customers are raving fans, that means you've, you've accomplished that. That's your sense of accomplishment. Yeah. A little validation is, is the win for you guys. It sounds like. That's what it is. That's, that's what we have. That's our win. You like as as the president, uh, CEO of of a business. Um, I, I know like many people have kind of expressed this on the show that there uh, there's like a dramatic amount of trust that goes um, that goes from the top down into as you said like the people who are the face of the business um, on the customer side. Like how much how important is it to you to be involved in in sort of that that culture training so that people really get it. Like, because like when we're thinking about something that's uh, first, so how long has, has holiday been in your family? So it's been a part of my life since I was, um, actually since before I was born. So mm-hmm. I've never known life without holiday. Right. So 54 years. Okay. So, so, so when you, something is that close to you, um, to, to knowingly uh, put it, like entrust it to, in, in my case, right. A, a 17, 18 year old kid, uh, who, you know, they're like, they're, they're trying to you know pay for their rent. And that, so it's a job to them to, to get them to understand and, and buy into how important it is to carry on culture. Um, how important is it for you to be, uh, involved in that process? I think it's important for for me to be involved in that pr- process, but it's also um, important for everybody, you know, in the leadership team to, you know, you got to kind of think back to when you were that age, mm-hmm. and what were you what were you thinking? About? What were your priorities? 
And so even for me, you know, it was a family business, but in the end, you're a teenager. You've got other priorities, other things you're worried about, whether it's, you know, your financial situation, which usually isn't that great when you're that age. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you're also trying to figure out what you want to do. That's more important. And, And so knowing that person's mindset and understanding that and then being able to let that person know, you know, regardless of what you're doing or thinking about, you know, this is an important part of your life that, you know, you can uh, you can see benefit from, not just showing up and, and uh, trying to get through the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that part, you know, the whole leadership team, just understanding that and not having, you know, part of it too is not having delusions that that person's going to have, you know, every day your best interests at heart. Right. Um, and when I say yours, it's really theirs too, but, you know, it is. It's, mm-hmm. You know, you just have to be real about it, and you have to understand that. And, and so because of that, you can never let down. You can never, you know, not talk about the vision. You can't mm-hmm. just, one of those things, you can't tell a 17-year-old, here's what we're going to do, and off and running. Right. You got it done, you don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, short attention span, most people have at any age. You know, there's just a lot going on in the world and most people's lives. So Right. And I think that fits in with with what you're saying. Like there, there's no real part where you can just sort of set and forget because your your model is is so based on consistency, right? It is, and it's so um, you know our customers have such an such a low cost of you know such a low barrier to switch. You know, there's other mm-hmm. businesses that a little bit higher barrier. You know, once you sign up for a checking account at a bank, even if they don't service you very well. Right. You're thinking about how hard it was to sign up and how hard it's going to be to switch and all that stuff. Where in the grocery business, you know, it's switching stores sometimes is just a matter of whether you turn left or right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, remembering that every day you've got to bid for that customer's business and go after that, you know, creates that sense of, of uh, you know, needing to make sure that you're reminding everybody every day how important it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's a, a great place to end it. Richie Morgan from Holiday Quality Feeds and Save More. Uh, thank you so much for, for being on the show. It was awesome to talk to you after all these years. Uh, you know, obviously looking forward to, to seeing when holiday is going to come to my town. And, and obviously I, I mean that because uh, uh, I miss it. Yeah. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, we keep looking. <laughs> Someday we might be back, but uh, we'll just have to wait for the right opportunity. All right, Richie, thank you so much. All right, that's great. Have a good evening. And thank you for listening. As always, it's awesome to be back after a break. Thank you for coming back to the show. Really appreciate that. If you haven't uh, downloaded or subscribed set up to auto-download the show, please do that. Honestly, helps out the show a ton on iTunes. And uh, another nice thing that you could do is tell your friends about the show. We're always looking for new audiences, new people uh, looking for ways to share great client and customer service. And if you're interested in having us talk to your clients or customers about what it's like to work with you, please visit honestghost.com.